Time now for all things Gators, all things orange and blue after a few weeks off. Yes. Hicken and Frank Frangie. What's up, Hick? Uh, feeling good, man. And as always, our podcast is brought to you by sc-ortho.com. at Southeast Orthopedic Specialists. Uh, the very best in the Jacksonville area. Locations all around the city. And you can go to se-ortho.com for more information. Uh, at this point, um, we are full steam ahead on a football season. We have a schedule. We know what's happening. Um, there's some outbreaks going on at some schools, but it looks like the SEC, ACC, uh, and Big 12 are committed to playing. They are, and I'm glad they are. I yeah. think they've got it right. I'm not completely convinced. We'll talk Gators, not yeah. about all college football. But I'm not completely convinced that everybody else didn't play again. Yeah. I, 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 we had Sean Wade's dad on mm-hmm. my radio show this week. In Sean Wade, talented corner from Jacksonville, right. plays at Ohio State. will be a top ten draft pick probably Correct. next year. Yeah. His father has got a group of parents that are traveling to the Big Ten offices mm-hmm. uh, to meet, to, to hopefully meet. He's got parents from Nebraska, Iowa, Penn State, Ohio State, maybe some others that are going to go meet. I'm not sure that thing's over. I saw a report today from Jeff Snook. Just a friend that I used to cover Florida with, mm-hmm. big Ohio State guy, wrote a book on Ohio State football. He wrote that there's behind-the-scenes work for four or five Big Ten teams to try and play their own game. Six teams want to play home-and-home. Home. Now, I don't know that they're going to do that, but I think if there's enough talk about that, they could force the Big Ten's hand. I'm not sure that thing's over. Uh, do you have time for a Jeff Snook story? Uh, I know Snook not that it matters to anybody, yeah. but it's a, kind of a funny story. Yeah. He was a uh, media guy. Back in the day when we were allowed to go into the locker rooms, right. there are oftentimes many gigantic scrums, yeah, right? I yeah, mean, yeah. TV, yeah. newspaper, uh, getting in there. TV includes cameras. And <laughs> one time we were in there getting an interview, and uh, so I would hold the microphone right. via a cable. Now yeah. they're wireless and right, different right. now, but back then, and everybody would – get on top of the star of the game. I can or see something. where this is going. I don't even know the and story. And the snooker uh, may have gotten too close to the camera, right. and the camera might have wheeled, Ooh, and he went. caught the back end of the camera upside the head. Uh, it's just about 6'5". Yeah. Like, so you'd have to hold it was a tall camera. photographer, yeah, if I remember correctly. But anyway, <laughs> just always yeah. made me chuckle when I hear yeah, his name. Yeah, so I, I know Jeff very well. We no, uh, uh, no disrespect. That yeah. was a, I'm sorry. It wasn't on purpose. <laughs> the uh, – but, but, uh, but I'll be Continue interested on. to see what happens. Let's get yes. to the Gators for yes. a second. Uh, the Gators are on the field, two stories lines. Number one, there's a schedule. Number two, some players are opting out. Yes. Let's start with the schedule. Okay. I, um, I like it. I, you like but, it. Uh, but I think it's hard early. I don't think at Oxford's easy. Uh-huh. Gator fan thinks it's easy. I don't think it's easy. I think uh, Lane Kiffin. They're the second closest uh, in terms of odds. The Gators are only eight-point favorites of opening week. Tennessee, South Carolina is a pick 'em. Uh, the Gators are next yeah. at only eight and a half points against Ole Miss. Yeah, I don't think it's easy. I think that number's about right. But you'd rather play them early than late, wouldn't right. you? Because Kiffin's still getting his group in together, and yeah, I yeah. Get, I suppose. But I, I I like both quarterbacks. Corral, the guy that once committed to Florida, and Plumlee, the guy that can run, uh, can really run. I like both their quarterbacks. I think he's a good offensive mind. Yeah, I think he'll have them jacked out of their gore to play that first game. Yeah. Uh, it is on the road, albeit without a lot of fans, but still on the road. Yes. I don't think that's an easy game. I think Florida's going to win that game. Okay. But I don't think that's an easy game. Obviously, at A&M and then home against LSU are back-to-back. So the first four weeks, even yeah. in South Carolina at home, I don't think terribly difficult. Mm-hmm. The first four weeks, that's a tough little stretch. Yes. If you get through that, 
The end of the season is very playable, other than the last game at Knoxville. Uh, I've, I've still got some scars. You got to let that go, Frank. I, but I've still got I mean, them. They're come in there. on, it's Tennessee. But I, uh, but I think, uh, but I think it's kind of cool that they're ending the season. Tennessee in falling into the once again. I mean, they've been so bad for yeah, so long. You don't long. buy it. You don't buy it. And they you. finally win a couple games in November because we all know who they've played in November for years and years. I like to do this just to stoke the flames of Tennessee fan, but. I mean, okay, we had a they, they 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 won the Gator Bowl by a point over Indiana. Ooh, right. we're scared. Come on, <laughs> I lo- you don't buy the Tennessee thing. I ain't do you? buying it yet. You got to show me now. They got some good offensive yeah. linemen. They got yeah. some, you know. Um, uh, I'm just not sold on. What, what, well, they got the uh, the the one. They got the Cade Mays guy that's not eligible from Georgia. Not yet. Uh, he's not eligible. Which, again, don't get me started on the yeah, NCAA. Yeah. And, by the way, I think he should be eligible, just like I think any kid who transferred should be eligible well, in the NCAA. Gators have shorter and pouncy who haven't heard yet either. Well, well you you obviously don't know the rule book as well as I thought you did. <laughs> the one part of the rule is yeah. Luke Ford goes from Georgia to Illinois last year. Yes. So his, so his dying grandfather can watch him play. Yes. Gets turned down. Yes. Grandfather dies. Okay. Um, Thank you, NCAA. Cade Mays goes to Tennessee, can't play. So you've missed the part of the rule book that says if Georgia loses them, they can't play. Yeah, if Georgia if, gets them, they can. JT Daniels, JT yeah. Daniels can get there the next day and play. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so apparently that's a rule. Uh, that's uh, what fair. do you think of the schedule? What do you think of the schedule? Um, I, listen, it's different, and for this year, I, I like it uh, in terms of just going all SEC, playing ten games. I'm excited about it, uh, but I'm not. Uh, I've, I've, I've. I have a little trepidation. I feel I feel badly. I, I wanted to go as normal to see what Florida would be able to do. Ten game schedule, right now. If you ask me, what's the Gators' record? I would lean towards eight and two. If I said more likely to be ten and zero or eight and two, what would you say? Eight and two. Yeah, I, I, I eight just, and two stinks, and yeah. it doesn't stink, by yeah. the way. But well, it's disappointing, and and it would be along because we have such high hopes for this year. Yeah, but I don't think there's. I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's not a ten and zero. I, I think the yeah. whole the whole paradigm has changed. If you can get me to Georgia, and if I beat Georgia, I win the East, and I'm yeah. I'm fine with yeah. it. Yeah, but I think the paradigm uh-huh. has shifted monumentally, Dan. Okay, I think it's going to be harder for Alabama to be a, a twelve and zero or ten and zero, and now it's going to be harder for LSU to be ten and zero. Uh-huh. There's no gimmies anymore. No, there's there's very there's only one off week. Yeah, uh, I think this will make the season. Guess what? There's not a lot of 16 and O's in the NFL. Right. Okay? This will make the season feel way more like an NFL season. Okay. I don't think you're going to see. Uh, I don't think you're going to see anybody run the table. Mm-hmm. I. Here's my question. Okay. Now that they've gone, this is going to be pretty cool though, having a conference game every week. Uh huh. Do they go to this on a full time basis? Do you want them to? Oh. Um, or do you want them to go back to? No, I like the way it was, but I don't want, and I and I like. I like uh, I like Florida going to Colorado. I love Florida going. I want Florida to travel and go play okay. games in different. Co- How do you feel about New Mexico and Eastern? Washington? I don't like that. So what if they went to ten conference? Uh huh. One Colorado home and home. Yes. And FSU. Uh, I'd be okay with that. Hard schedule. Yes. But everybody. But if everybody. If everybody going, does it, yeah. I think first of all, you could never get to that until you go to an eight game playoff. And five automatic bids go to the conference winners because you couldn't because then a good conference a conference champion could cost themselves a spot right so you'd have to go to the eight right once you've gone to the eight mm-hmm. then you would have then, then that means if you win the conference you're in right and it also means if you're really good and don't win the conference you still might be in if we go to ten do we need to have a championship game 
If you, I know we will because of the money, but I I'm still, saying if I play ten games, isn't that yeah. if I have the best record, can't I? Could determine? be enough. I, I'm okay with the championship game just because I like it. Yeah, but yes, you. But could then if it. I got to do, I got to beat somebody right. twice every year. I mean, which is generally what will happen. It is what will happen. But I, but ten for me, ten home and home with Colorado mm-hmm. and home and home with FSU, and we have an eighteen playoff is would be my preference. I don't. I've. I've ha- I'm sorry. I know. I. I certainly understand. Part of the college football ecosystem, yes, is Florida playing Akron to come in. Well, it, gives, uh, it helps those programs. Well, that's the whole. Point. You know, it's interesting, Frank, and I saw this this week, and I need to ask you for a loan. One thing we've learned about this, and this will change, but I don't know how the the, the college sports business model is built obviously on the success of football. Right. You know, the more, that's, right. that's where you make all your money. Football, only sport. Basketball a little bit, but football. We've told you the numbers before right. at Florida and every school, and those, the money they make there pays for the other sports. All right, this is this is an, they're going to get devastated this year regardless without fans and such. Florida sent out a letter to its season ticket holders uh, this week with four different options. Have you seen this? Yes. Okay. I'm watching the game with the ball coaches. What well, I'm doing. I mean, I'm wondering if you have. Do you want to? What do you? But maybe we just ought to go take batting practice at the new baseball stadium for twenty five hundred. Do you have that in your pocket? Yeah. Well, for for there's ten of us. I'd I'd love to go take BP. Yeah. But I'm still, we can go play Mike White too yeah. if you want to go run with those against the Gator basketball staff for five grand. I thought it was deep sea fishing with Mike White. Well, I think you can play the Gator basketball staff too in a little uh, oh, uh, hoop okay. game if you want. I, I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah. Um, There's a bunch of them on there. But let me tell you what I'm doing. In the Gator marketplace, which is listen, uh, it, you got to be creative. Up, I'm showing up with the Coors Lights and yeah. I'm watching the game with the ball coach. Is that okay. what you're doing? I, I would an hour with the ball coach yeah. watching ball. Uh, when he would discuss, when he tell you, they they should have gone corner out there. Oh, I would love it, but I, uh, no, I hear you. I'm with you. It's, uh, but what else are you gonna do? Well, you have to. You're, you're trying to. You got I mean, they're, they're, they're to scholarships the are staying. Right. That's a lot of money. They've there's a lot of money that. And again, this is the model that they're dealt with, and this year alone will be devastating. So yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, hopefully we can get back to and if they get some fans in the stands, that would be a positive too. And by the way, if they get the fans in the stands, it's clear to me that. It's the big boys who are going to be in the stands. Yeah. Well, and, and I would think I would think NFL teams, all the suites are going to be. Full. Yeah. I would think college teams, all the suites. Yes. All the expensive guys. I yes. Agree. So, but I like the schedule. Uh-huh. I like the fact that we yeah. have it. Yeah. It's still going to be weird waiting till September 26th. What did you make of the coaches getting on that little bitch session uh, 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 where they wanted some uh, clarity on how did you guys decide? Yeah. Whom plays whom? I think you could a. I think you could have <laughs> predicted that easily. Yeah. Number two, I can tell you how they decided. Uh-huh. Okay. They protected Al- the big boys in order. Yeah. They protected Alabama, <laughs> Georgia, LSU, Florida in order. Yeah. Florida still had to play A and M. Yeah. Alabama, LSU, Georgia weren't going to get anybody like yes. that. But to make it easy, Florida then got a home one game against Arkansas. Right. Right. So I, uh, I mean, you could have predicted they'd yeah. be complaining. And the four new coaches got the tough game. Yeah. The four new coaches, yeah. they, they get to open with Florida, Alabama, and right. Georgia. So, right. I mean, I thought it was predictable. Yeah. So, but I like the fact that we're playing. It's weird, though. Think about this. We're, we're today, we'd be 11 days away from football. Man. And we'd be two weeks away from uh, our, our team's playing. Eastern yes. Washington was coming in in two weeks. September 5th, right? And it's hard to believe now those games are now we're waiting another three weeks yeah. after that. But we will have other things sprinkled in football-wise yeah. to keep us. And let's hope we can get through it. Yeah, that's You know, right. I mean, that's the other big story. Are we going to be able to get through it? Are they going to attack this? And it seems like they've made the transition. One of the things I've been talking about this summer is with the narrative of, listen, if kids get the 
COVID, you quarantine them and you keep going. Right. As opposed to, oh, we've had an outbreak, 10 guys got it, we're shutting it down. Well, that's why this new Saliva Direct is so important. Right. Because if Saliva Direct, it's cheap, so you yes. have a bunch of them. It's, it's effective. Yes. It's non-invasive. It's accurate. If you can all of a sudden see, here's what's happened with baseball. I'm a baseball fan, so I'm using right. my team as an example. Right. The Pirates and the Reds play two games. Yes. One Reds player. Four and 15 Pirates, by the, the way. Four and, yeah, and yeah. you know what? And I don't know how they won the four. Yeah. But the, uh, okay, <laughs> I've watched every one. I've watched all 19. Yeah. The, uh, but the, the, the Reds and the Pirates have a game canceled. Yes. One guy. Yes. They don't play for three days. Right. Well, if you had the saliva direct, uh-huh. the one guy's positive. Right. You immediately test everybody else. And you know the results. Um, and then that guy sits out and you right. play on. Right. Well, hopefully with college football, right. four guys are positive. Okay. They're out. You immediately test everybody else. Yes. Everybody else who's negative goes and plays. Rather than – there's no outbreak. Correct. Because you've got you've quarantined the four guys. Right. And there's nobody – so this immediate testing – is, and, by the way, the problem is it's not affordable. I, I was talking to Alex Ricker-Gilbert. He's yes. at JUAD. We do the show in Jacksonville. So he's Previously unaffordable. Now right. these are affordable. The, these these would, yeah. be, it would cost teams about 10 bucks in Per the, test. Yeah. yeah. In the past, it was no less than 60 or 70 Yeah. And that was that was the Costco rate. Yes. That wasn't the retail yes. rate. Yes. Okay. So, uh, so hopefully. And they're fairly accurate, too, from what I Correct. Yeah. So, apparently, 88%, and if you take it twice, 99%. So well, it's we'll take that. Yeah. So, so I think. To answer your question, given all of this, Dan, I now think there won't be a break in play. Well, Everybody right. knows if you play, you got to keep playing. Right. If you play and stop, then no telling what's going to happen. Right. So the NBA, the NHL, even baseball, they're playing on. They're getting through. Golf, they're playing on. So yeah. Let's get to the uh, possible opt-out guys. Uh, the four guys who did not show up at the first practice, the three receivers, Grimes, Tony, yeah. Copeland, and the defensive lineman, Carter. Carter. Yeah. Those are the four guys that didn't show up. What so do you four big names? Four good players. I mean, <laughs> four good, including all three starting receivers. Yes, that's just your, your four. When you start three wide and a tight end, it's mm-hmm. going to be Pitts and those three guys. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so they're important guys. Yes. What did you make of the whole thing? Well, I, I, you know, we've seen some chatter on on Twitter this this summer about those kids, and some of them have been. And uh, I saw an article where uh, Zach Carter's dad was talked to and what he thought about, it, and there was concern. And I, I understand it. I. As a coach, there's nothing you can say or do except support. Right. That's all you that's can right. do at the college level, at any, at any level. That's right. what they're doing. So you just support and you go from there. You know, you can go to the statistics all you want. You can tell the kids, look, you're a healthy athlete. If you get it, you're going to be fine. Um, there's some dispute going on right now about the myocarditis and, and the statistics on that. So that's hard to figure out as well. But I understand either way. And, and Mullen is good about this stuff. Mullen, I like his attitude. To, we'll figure it out. Yeah, and we'll figure it out. If we, how many? Do you now think, you don't want to lose them. Which, I say half of them. I say two and two. Uh, my guess is this. My guess is Tony. I don't know what to think of. Yeah. And by the way, to me, Tony is the least important because I'm still not sure what he is. Yeah, he's, we got a lot of high hopes for Copeland. Yeah, yeah correct. Like we really Tony, think he's going to break out. Tony is fun as heck to watch. Yes. He stops and starts. Yes. He's Peter Warwick. He yes. changes directions. He's got a little Percy in him. But he's not super fast. No. So even after he's made a bunch of guys miss, he kind of gets caught. Correct. There, there's a reason he's not at Alabama or Auburn. Right. It, is, is he's probably about a 4'6", 4'7 guy. Right. But he's fun as hell to watch the he way is. he changes directions. He is. 
But I think Grimes and Copeland are NFL receivers. Right. And and I think that's what you – Grimes is all the race. He's 6'5", can run. Right. Copeland looks like a real receiver. They're yes. good route runners. Yes. So I'd hate but to – Carter look, might be the most important piece, and Carter, quite honestly. And, and he's the one – if you – I would not be surprised if all three receivers play. Yeah. And Carter doesn't. Because Carter's the one – it's not caught up. He, this he's, this isn't a movement for him. Right. He's not trying to make a statement. No. He's just legitimately concerned, concerned. about getting the yeah. COVID. Yeah. I, I think his, his dad I, said some family or yeah. some friends had dealt with I, it. I just think he's very concerned about yeah. catching it, and I and I think it's that. I think he's a guy not going to the bars. Right. He's a guy not right. going to the frat right. parties. Right. I think Carter's a guy. He's a good young man that just is worried about catching it. Yeah, and and so I think ultimately my best guess because Mullen said we'll have some we'll probably have some guys opt out. I don't think there's you know it could be another kid or two out there that even a coach he even said a yes, coach or two. Yeah. So I mean, usually he's basically telling you what's going to happen. Correct. He doesn't you know? I mean, without. Telling you what's that's what happen. he does. Yeah. When, 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 when he sees, right. when he says a coach, right. that means the coach has told him, right. "Hey, coach, I may not do this." Yeah. So, but you know what? You play on. Yeah. Most of the teams there, we're going to have football. Everybody's going to have those type of obstacles this year. As fans, we're just happy if we can have a game and we can see the orange and blue trot out onto the swamp. I'll be ecstatic. So, do you think we'll get through all ten? Uh, I do. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm hopeful. I'm I, hopeful. I'm going to predict we'll get through all. Time. I'm hopeful. I'm not going to predict, but I'm. Yeah. I'm. I'm optimistic. Here's the question we're going to, have to talk about on our radio show today. We haven't even gotten to yet. Mm-hmm. What happens with college basketball, which Great is played question. indoors? Yes. It's an indoor sport, mm-hmm. and fans are t- more. I mean, you only have 25 percent of your college basketball fans there. There's only 3,000 people in the place. Frank, what I, happens there? I think that, and I know we're being extremely careful, but. Again, I go back to my own experiences of what I've seen this summer. And, and, and Me too. I've watched kids play baseball. I know kids have been playing basketball all summer. Uh, I saw uh, I had a friend uh, get uh, an assistant coach get it, and he stepped out, and the kids were fine, and right. the kids didn't get it. And so I, I'm hopeful, again, that we can stick to the science and look at the statistics and it's it's the hard part here has been the all the different doctors with the, all the differing opinions and we know medicine's not exact but we need to kind of get on the same page and look at the statistics and see that probably the safest group of people exposed to that virus would be 20 something athletes and, that, and my point all along has been and i'm this isn't a basketball talk but my my answer to the basketball so i don't wander off that right is I think basketball starts on time. Yeah. But basketball, there's a lot more travel. Yes. A lot more times in planes. Yes. I think I think we haven't seen the basketball storylines yet. Yeah, I and think I'll that's be fair. very interesting to see what happens there. And, and ma- listen, hopefully. I think basketball could change. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and listen, again, you worry about the small, you know, we're in Jacksonville. We worry about JU and UNF and yeah. the damage well, is done if they don't have those out-of-conference games where they can rake in yeah. 100 grand. I can tell you this, Dan. Uh-huh. The, uh. I, I'll stand my ground on this. I've never wavered from this. But yeah. a, plane travel is the concern. Yeah. Did you see where the St. Louis Cardinals drove? 41. They rented <laughs> 41, 41 <yeah>. cars. <laughs> they rented yeah. 41 cars. We're going to Chicago. And drove to Chicago. Yeah. I think plane travel is what people are concerned about. So basketball could change a yep. little bit. We'll be interested to see. Um, uh, final thought on yes. football. I'm glad we have a season. Amen. I'm glad we're going to play. Let's do it. I can't wait till we start. I'd like to talk about some games. Yeah. 
competition. Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice to do this podcast? Yeah. And, and we don't, By the way, we don't get to the pandemic. I'll throw one more note in at right. you. Uh, PFF did a, a guy at PFF did a breakdown of all 130 quarterbacks. I saw this. It Kyle Trask, 48th. Yeah. Very low. And, and very, basic, his and basic, very bad narrative. His basic narrative was he got pretty lucky last year. Right, right. I'm not so sure I buy that, but watched, nonetheless. Uh, sorry, PFF guy. Yeah. I watched every play. Yeah. I've, I've watched every play. Yeah. I'm not sure I saw a lot of luck. Yeah. I thought he made some awfully good throws. Some awfully good throws. So there you go. That's all things Gators, all things orange and blue. Dan Hickey yes. and Frank Frangie. Brought to you by S- Southeast Orthopedic Specialist, the best in the business in the Jacksonville area. You can get more information at sc-ortho.com. Have a great week, Frank. You too, Hick.